So you've decided you've got everything organized, you know the layout, you know exactly what you're doing in your show and you're ready to write. Or you're sitting there, you're halfway through the show and suddenly nothing. You're stuck. No matter what you try, you're just stuck. You know you want to write, you may even know what you want to write, but for some reason, nothing's coming out. You are faced with what we call the dreaded writer's block. So, what do you do? What can you do about it? Welcome to this episode of From Inspiration to Stage. Hi, my name's Drew Lane and welcome to this episode of From Inspiration to Stage where we are looking at writer's block. Now, writer's block is, uh, I guess, the thing that we say we have when we're just stuck. As creative people, we just don't know what we're doing. We, um, we've got, we might have the ideas, we may even have a complete layout or we may just have nothing. Nothing is coming, but no matter how hard we try, it just feels like it's all just rubbish. There are plenty of times when I want to write something and I want to make something happen on the page or the piano and I just get stuck. It's frustrating because it's a state of mind that I have to try and fight and build a bridge across. I like just being able to sit down and play, but sometimes, just like you, I get stuck. So what I did was come up with, funnily enough, when I had writer's block, seven tips to help me kickstart the writing process just to get the creative juices flowing and somehow get something out of my head, out of my hands and into the real world. So here we go. Seven tips to help you kickstart writing. Number one, choose any topic. If you've got nothing to write about, if you don't know what you're going to write about, if you don't have any ideas that are flowing, just start. Don't stifle the beginning of your creativity by thinking that any idea is stupid. There's no such thing as stupid ideas. The best ones are often the ideas that seem the most insane. The Wright brothers, you know, went left, right and centre trying to find someone who believed that they could actually put a man into the air using, effectively, two big pairs of wings. They were told time and time again that the idea was crazy. But they didn't stop there. They believed, they tried and they tried and tried. Lloyd Webber didn't think that a musical about cats was a bad idea, or even trains for that matter. Now, no matter what you think about Cats or Starlight Express, he still went there. He still created it, and they are still two very, very successful musicals. Don't think that any idea that you have is a silly one. Start with something, and you never know what might come out. For me, one of my craziest ideas was to write a youth musical about a girl who was fascinated with Indiana Jones. And somehow, with everything that's going on in her life, she gets sucked into a computer game and has to set all of her friends free. Now, that is a pretty crazy idea. And I remember there was a girl at our school whose last name was Jones, and she said, I'm kind of almost Jones. And I'm like, that's a cool idea. And so the idea of having a girl called Sarah Almost Jones that wanted to become the next Indiana Jones formed the basis for one of my shows called Digitized. Here's one of the tracks from that, where she sings about how much she wants to be the next Indiana Jones. One day coming, one day soon, everyone will 
My second piece of advice is to write a word. Even if you don't know what the story is going to be about, write something. Write a title. Write a name of a character. Write down whatever comes into your head. Again, don't edit yourself before you start. Some of the best ideas are the ones that never get onto a page and are lost forever until someone else on the other side of the world takes the chance and just goes with it. So write. J.R.R. Tolkien started with the words, once there was a hobbit. He didn't know what a hobbit was, and yet it became part of a huge series of books, films, stories that would go on to inspire generations just from those simple words. Once there was a hobbit. So sit down, write, doesn't matter what it is, doesn't matter if it even doesn't make any sense. Get yourself started by just jotting down ideas. I was even once told just writing nothing down, the word N-O-T-H-I-N-G, is actually just helping to kickstart your ideas and kickstart those creative juices to get things flowing. So even if you've got nothing, write nothing. A mate of mine tells a story about a time when a child that he was teaching challenged him to write a song about nothing. And he picked up his guitar and started to sing. Nothing, 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 nothing. Believe it or not, that song changed lyrics but went on to become one of his most popular songs around Australia. Even nothing can become something. Number three, don't think that you need to be a musician to write a musical. You don't. I know it sounds like an oxymoron. You often hear that you have to be a muso or you have to have knowledge in theory or practice, all that kind of stuff. Some of the best musicians in the world couldn't write a decent song to say themselves. And some of the best songs have come from people who can only whistle. In fact, Willie Russell, the composer of the award-winning musical Blood Brothers, wrote his musical with just two things in mind a great story, and with melodies that he could only whistle. If you can whistle, you can compose. I often say to my students that you don't necessarily need to have talent to be able to create something. Some of the best ideas have come out of ingenuity, out of the opportunity to create. All you have to do is put the opportunity to create in front of you. Don't think of what you can't do, think of what you can do. You may be only someone who can play three chords, John Fogarty from Creedence Clearwater Revival is famous for saying that most of his songs, whether it's true or not, are essentially two chords. If you can whistle, if you can hum, if you can sing, that makes you a creative person. You don't need to be a musician to write, you just need to want to. Number four, read and listen. Knowledge is key. Listen to musicals, watch musicals, read librettos, read books about musicals. The more you know, the more informed your writing will be. Don't think that you need to know everything about musicals to start writing. I mean, this certainly helps the process. But my first musical, I really didn't know anything about the topic I was writing on, which was street kids. I had no idea what it was like to live in Sydney. I had no idea what it was like to live on the streets. I was a country boy. I didn't even know what it was like to live in a city or in a population any more than a thousand people. But that didn't stop me from writing my first show. It's the will to get out there and do it. I had listened to musicals. I had started to take them on board. And I was starting to get an intuitive idea of the structure of how a musical went. That didn't stop me. That encouraged me. And even though my first musical, Backstreet's, is not something that I want to celebrate by any means, 
it was the start of a long journey. It was the start of the process. And I couldn't have done it without that show. Number five, have someone you can trust. This is a person who is truly a friend. Someone who will tell you what's crap, what's good, what they like, and what they don't. And then they'll actually tell you why. And this is the most important part. Anyone can give you their opinion on something, but it's the why they think that that's the important part. If you can find someone who can mentor you, even better. Or find someone who has written before, even better still. But again, this should never stop you from starting. They're a handy person to have in your corner when the time comes to let someone have a look at your creation, but that shouldn't stop you. But find people who will support you. That's the, that's the most important thing. Writing musicals can be a very, very lonely pastime, can be a lonely journey. But to have someone who is with you in that corner, have someone who's encouraging you and spurring you on, and yes, having someone who tells you when something is crap, that's absolutely top of the list to have. Have those people. For me, it's my wife. She will often listen to songs and go, mm, I think you can do better. I'm going to show you one of those songs that she thought I could do better on. And it's from my upcoming musical, Electric Dreams. No one's heard this song before. So this is, I suppose, a kind of an exclusive. And I'm going to talk about Electric Dreams coming up more in another podcast. But the song that I wrote here, I knew, I guess, in myself, it wasn't the best I could have done. But I, was, I loved it at the time. I was happy with it at the time. But it took someone in my corner, someone who I trust, to say, you know, I think you can do better. So here is a song that is cut from Electric Dreams. It's called Something or Nothing. Go for it, Miles. If you don't like each other, you've always got Edgar. Thanks, Frank. Seriously, what's stopping you? I just... Well, you know what it's like. Uh, no, I don't. And speaking of nothing, number six, if nothing comes out, don't sweat it. Don't beat yourself up. Don't think that your writing career is over. There'll be plenty of times when you sit down to write and nothing comes out. And you don't need to think of it as the dreaded writer's block. It's probably not. It could just well mean that today is not your day. Put the pen and paper down, close the laptop lid, walk away from the instrument and just let it go. Come back tomorrow, come back next week, come back a month later. Come back when the inspiration hits you. Don't try and rush it. Billy Joel often talks about leaving the field life fallow. And what that means is that after a period of time when farmers have tilled the ground, they have to leave that area of land 
to, to have nothing in it. It has to rejuvenate. It has to have the nutrients return to the soil. You can't keep planting in the same soil and expecting the same outcome. Sometimes you just need to take a break. You need to rest. You need to just breathe. Go for a walk. Sometimes it's a case of doing something completely different. For me, I like to sit and play a game, just a quiet game on my phone or on the computer. Sometimes it's just a matter of being around other people. Sometimes it's just having a sleep. <laughs> to be completely honest, it's taking the moment to rest. I guess as creative people, we want to always be creative. But it's sometimes the field has to lie fallow. You need a time for your subconscious and your creative juices just to simmer, to percolate, to you know, reduce down into the broth that you that you, you know is going to kickstart your next adventure. Don't think that you're stuck. The ideas are there. They're just not ready. For me, I'll often let an idea roll around in my subconscious for a while. Sometimes the ideas will disappear. And for me, I kind of feel like that means that they either weren't good enough or they're not ready. But other ideas will just roll. And even though I'll sit down and think, okay, I'm ready to write, nothing will come out. And it just means that my brain hasn't quite put all of the different pieces together yet. It'll come. It'll happen. Just believe it. There may be times when you even get halfway through a show and you realize that it's not right. I've done that a couple of times. Um, one with a show that was going to be set in the 60s about UFOs and another one about uh, online dating. Both times I got halfway through and realized that, well, it wasn't writer's block that was stopping me. It was that the idea just wasn't gelling. Anyway, I kind of want to play one of those songs. I guess this is the podcast where I air a little bit, a few of the songs that never got out there. This is a song that uh, was going to be uh, in my online dating musical that I never uh, wrote, that I never put out. It's a song about a guy who is celebrating the fact that he's single, and it's called Why Would I Want. And I'm sure some of you will understand. At least I won't be alone. Why would I want to share a toothbrush? Good point. Why would I want to share a towel? Who does that? I don't know. Why would I want to share a bedroom? When I can leave my jocks on the floor, go to the toilet with an open door, go to bed late and not care if I snore. Like now. You getting my point? I know. Why would I want to share the pizza? Why would I want to share a beer? Why would I want to share the kitchen? You know where this is going. When I can leave the dishes in the sink, only clean them when they start to stink, and not have to worry. What someone thinks Like now Everyone says That life is better With someone by your side But I can't figure out Where they're coming from Everyone asks 
me, have you met her, the one to be your bride? When I'm just fine without someone tagging along. The world will tell you over again that somehow you're not complete unless you share your every day with them. But all I can think when I look around and see love in defeat why would I wanna end up like all of them? Why would I wanna share the TV and the remotes? Why would I wanna share the couch? Why would I wanna share the Netflix? When I can have the choices for me the PlayStation, Foxtel, Remote, and Wii. And entertainment all night is free. Why would I wanna share the bedroom, the kitchen, the lounge room, the unit, my life right now? Thank you. Number seven, and probably the most important of all of the tips about writer's block is to believe in yourself. We often get to the point where we get so frustrated with, you know, what's not happening that we think that we've lost the plot, that something inside of us has disappeared. It hasn't. It's still there. It's just waiting. It's just recuperating or it's just taking its time. There's a beautiful song in the musical Snoopy that I absolutely love. And it says that if just one person believes in you, deep enough and strong enough believes in you, hard enough and long enough, it stands to reason that someone else will think that if he can do it, I can do it. Making it two. Two people who believe in you. It is a beautiful musical by Larry Grossman and Hal Hackaday. And I love that finale song because it often reminds me that even when we don't believe in ourselves, other people do. There are going to be times when you are flat, when you're down, when you want to give the whole thing away. But don't. Don't be quick to dismiss what you are passionate about doing. There are times when passion will change into perspiration and perspiration will have to become purpose. And eventually that purpose will have to swing back around and become passion again. You can't always rely on passion to get you through. Sometimes it's perspiration and just sheer purpose. At the end of the day, your heart wants to create. So go out there and create. To go back through my top seven tips, choose a topic, it doesn't matter what it is. Write a word, again, it doesn't matter what it is. You don't need to be the perfect musician, just start whistling. Read, listen, take in information, learn about the art of writing a musical. Have someone that you can trust, someone that you can go to who will help you with your ideas. If nothing comes out, don't stress. It will happen. And finally, believe in yourself.
Thanks for listening to this podcast of From Inspiration to Stage. I hope this has helped someone out there and that, you know, it's just spurred you on to keep doing what you're doing, to encourage you to just keep going. If you'd like to get in touch with me, you can do so on from inspiration to stage at gmail.com. That's from inspiration to stage at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from the listeners out there. I'd love to hear what you're doing. And also remember, I'm always looking for composers around Australia who are interested in being in the composer spotlight for from inspiration to stage. If you're one of those composers who is Australian writer, get in touch with me and let's have a chat because I'd love to feature you. Anyway, until next time, have a good one and keep writing.